The style mix, or mixology, is similar to a customized drink, as it is a conduit for the art of inventing, preparing, and presenting amazing accessible style. The style mix advocates for inclusive fashion in the real world, as well as in the fashion industry. It keeps people in the know on adaptable styling methods through both interviews and image consultations to help share the future of inclusive fashion. And now, a word from our sponsor. Looking for a fast and easy way to raise money for your favorite charity? Then use FlipGive, a free and modern team fundraising app that makes cash in no time. It works for you as you shop your favorite brands such as Nike, Amazon, and Indigo. And as a reward, those stores donate a percentage to your team's organization every time you shop through the app. Who wouldn't want to get paid to shop? It's a win-win. Thanks, and back to the show. Well, welcome. Today's guest is Russell Winkler. Did I get that right? Yeah, yeah you okay. did. Great, great. Well, welcome to the Style Mix, and thank you for joining us today, Russell. Would you um, like to start us off by introducing yourself? Sure, yeah. That's always something I do differently every time, but um, my name is Russell. Um, I am a 38-year-old 30, uh, paraplegic. Um, I've been a board member at Stopgap here in Toronto for the last two or three years, and I'm a sporty guy. I like, I like moving around, and I like, uh, I like art. That's what I'll add to the end. And I, uh, I always say these days, even though this year it's not been much in practice, but I uh, do um, acting under the, the guise of um, spreading advocacy and awareness around disability. So those are my, uh, my main points. Although this year I've just been cooking a lot. Um, <laughs> so that's me today. Okay. Okay. That's great. That's great. I think a lot of people have been cooking under COVID, doing the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. Well, I really wanted to talk to you about um, your closet and coordinating. Uh, how would you go about organizing your clothes? How do you go about organizing your clothes? Um, well, for me, I have two ways. I have a really big dresser that's long and, and short, um, so I can set things on top of it easily, and it's got lots of space for you know, socks and underwear and shirt and stuff. But my closet, um, I finally have a closet. It's been a long time coming in my life. Um, it, uh, it's nice because it actually already came very accessible for me. Um, but I've, I've got bars that are low, so it's not all the reaching up high um, that I've had to do in past closets. Um, and really it's, it's a nice, it's a big open space. I try and keep it, keep it clear and accessible to all the parts that I use, but it fills up with laundry baskets and boxes of things and stuff. But, um, really for me, the, the biggest obstacle in the past has been that the closet racks were just really high and 
awkward to use and I wasn't in places that I could uh, make alterations to. Um, so having, having one that's at my height um, and has a bit of space has been, has been very nice. Um, unfortunately, I have to share it with my partner. Um, and so she's got her stuff on half, but um, you know, that's not an uncommon problem to have. Um, but really, um, for me, it's just, just organized, uh, a little bit by color, a little bit by, um, where I'll wear things. So I have fancier things in the harder to reach place and the everyday stuff a little bit more front and center. Um, I've got almost all of my t-shirts that I wear all the time hung up in there just for ease of use and and uh it makes a nice color palette as well sometimes if i'm fully organized but um yeah it's 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 sometimes um i've got a few of my outfits that i wear a little more standardly to say a wedding or a funeral or a conference or something like that i've got the the pants and the shirt and the jacket all sort of hanging together and ready to go in my little to-go bag um that's another thing that i would highly recommend to um wheelchair users in particular but um just like a suit bag that's a little bit durable i was gifted one from a hockey tournament and uh it's great to have something that can drag and get a little bit dirty as I'm wheeling with it um, and not have to worry about my clothes. Um, that was one particular addition to my closet that was sort of, it's not something I would have ever bought. And as soon as I had it, I was like, oh, this is what I've needed for a long time because I've often done that wheel to the van with like a nice shirt sort of blowing in the wind and trying to hang it up on the, the, the grab bars or whatever. And it was always a little bit stressful. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's a scattered tour of my closet. I will not be showing it to anyone today cause it's a disaster, but <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That is really good. That was got to go through your closet, get the tour. And that was one question I was going to have for you. Like, what advice would you give to someone who is in a wheelchair and doesn't really know how to coordinate their closet? Yeah. Um, really just make it accessible for you and set it up for you. Um, there's a lot of space above that if someone else comes into your life um and really that's sort of how we've worked it out you know we've got racks up higher that work better for her and i've taken over a lot of the lower space although she does have one side for her shoes um <laughs> shoes are a funny one for me because i've chosen not to wear them and i don't own any pairs of shoes um and uh as a lot of wheelchair users may or may not know, shoes are often the first to count someone's home. They're sort of strewn about the front door and sort of the the bane of our existence. Um, maybe just mine, I shouldn't lump everyone in there, but um, 
having not really needed shoes for most of my life, I don't have an affinity for them. I do appreciate nice ones, but I don't, I don't need them in my day. I have a nice sock collection. That's what I do. Um, and I think that's another thing I would mention to wheelchair users is, you know, work on the sock game a bit because that's something that we don't wear out as fast as most people do. So it's easy to have some nice socks that stick around for a long time. Uh, but really, for me, my shoulders lifting, lifting heavy things above our heads is not great. And lower those racks down and do your best to keep it clear underneath and you can move around in that space, whatever space you have. Um, that's the biggest thing. After that, I think it's personal taste. If you like organizing things by color, by size, or by function, I don't know. Um, for me, it's all pretty practical. I just put things where they fit and a little bit of organizing in that, but take care of your shoulders. That's what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find that being in a wheelchair has forced you to be more organized when it comes to clothes? Um, yes and no. Um, I think that, you know, maybe some people are a little more uh, apt to have a pile of clothes on the floor or strewn about the place. Um, makes it a little more difficult to get around and running over your clothes all the time is not ideal. So my personal messiness has definitely been forced into one particular spot. Um, I think my room would look a lot different otherwise. Um, but really just making things easy to get, you know. I used to have taller dressers and, you know, reaching up and into that top drawer for socks and underwear or whatever is up there was always a little bit, you know, I'd have to prop up on my on my wheel and look in when I was younger or whatever, you know, even even now stressors the top drawer is a little bit difficult to use. So I've got a nice wide lower one now that I've got a bit more space and that's been nice. Of course, the whole top of the dresser offers tons of room for clutter, but that's my problem, not everyone else's. <laughs> Do you have a specific style or, um, or any closet hacks? Yeah, style. Um, I've got two different kinds of style. I have my everyday style, which is unfortunately often very functional. Um, being an active person, um, I wear through clothes very quickly. Um, and as a wheelchair user, I don't know, a manual chair, the wheels bring up a lot of stuff if it's a wet day or a snowy day or a muddy day. Um, even just wheeling in the city, the ground is dirty, your hands get dirty, um, my clothes get dirty. So uh, a lot of time I'm dressing darker clothes, um, definitely darker pants to hide the dirt that my hands inevitably rub onto them. Short sleeves because long sleeves rub on the wheels, you know, starts a little bit behind the elbow all the way to here for me anyways. 
um, my wheels when I'm not rolling act as a bit of an armrest. Um, I don't have a lot of core strength, so my hands are often just resting on my lap and that puts my elbows on the wheels. Um, so I don't wear a lot of yellows, I don't wear any white. Um, I don't wear thin clothing, you know, like, I don't know, silks or whatever like that. You know, it's more cottony, thicker stuff if it's a long sleeve. Wool sweaters are great. I absolutely love this wool sweater that I got a few years ago, but I don't wear it a lot because it will wear out and all my sweaters end up with holes in the elbows um, and the cuffs get ratty. Um, even the back of my sweater um, gets really pilled up and messed up just from the fabric of my wheelchair seating. Um, so that's clothes I wear sparingly. Um, I wear them when I'm not going to be moving around a lot, you know, fancier things. If I'm going, going out to a dinner or to a friend's place for whatever and and everyday clothes, unfortunately for me, I've relegated myself to t-shirts and jeans and hoodies, things like that, that are a little bit more durable and I don't mind getting messy. Um, so yeah, that's, it's not a style choice. It's more of a style relic. And, um, in a different world, I would wear all our uh, brighter colors, um, and lighter clothing and dress up a little bit more some accessories watches bracelets i don't know um, those things i don't wear either because they bang around on my wheels um and uh yeah I, in a different reality i would definitely be someone who has like a nice trench coat or a pea coat or something like that but i don't wear those too often although i know someone who uh who does make that kind of thing. So we can talk about her later. Um, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, though, for me, my style, uh, it, it leans more towards functional than, than mm -hmm. fashionable a lot of the time. Um, but that's just, I prefer to wheel across town than take the subway or Uber taxi or whatever um and uh for those reasons yeah function <laughs> right right did you learn by trial and error or did someone teach or help you and how did you uh, find that progressed yeah for me it was really trial and error as a kid you know you don't dress yourself so you don't really think about your clothes much but um really Moving, uh, moving out of home, really, it, it started around university where I was doing my own laundry um, and uh, started buying my own clothes more, you know, it, uh, it was, it was ways like, you know, well, I can't wear these types of pants or I'm going to be doing laundry every day. And, and, you know, I really, really liked that shirt and it didn't last long. What happened, you know, so then, you know, realize where the wear points are on your clothing for me you know i sit a little bit crooked uh one side uh cuts lower rubs on the wheel a little bit more you know 
different things about my body that are pretty unique. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, it's sort of like, oh, that yellow shirt, I love it and I would wear it every day, but it's dirty before I get anywhere and then I just look a bit like a slob and, you know, trying to meet girls, trying to make good impressions, whatever. That sort of started forming, uh, forming what I wore a little more blues, blacks, reds, you know, some, some darker, cooler colors. Um, even though at heart I would be, uh, more of, more of tropical colors. I like, I like every color, um, bright greens, bright yellows, bright, bright reds and purples. Purple's always been my favorite color. Um, maybe not my favorite, but it's always been, uh, been there in my wardrobe even when boys aren't supposed to wear purple you know back in the younger days when kids pick on you for silly things um i had a hot pink wheelchair for a long time um so that was a way i got to wear some bright colors um fortunately the way wheelchairs have gone these days um titanium wheelchairs um give you a lot of shock absorption but they don't adhere paint very well and so my chairs are all just silver now um but yeah for from grade five until halfway through grade 10 i had a uh luckily i have that color right in front of me fuchsia like hot hot pink um it was great <laughs> um aquamarine chair before that and a bright red chair was my first chair um since then i've owned it down a little bit again going back to uh making an impression you know your wheelchair comes with you every day and when i was those ages it was just school every day but now you're going to you know places where you want to make different impressions so my bright pink wheelchairs are a little bit of the past one day maybe i'll have different wheelchairs for different occasions but i'm not there that's a very expensive closet um, <laughs> but uh yeah i forget where i rambled to but colors fashion choices where are we at do you organize your your closet by color, groups, occasion, or matching outfits? And when yeah. one works the best? For me, um, it's a boring answer, but function. Yeah. I put all of my t-shirts and jeans and stuff dead center, low down. And then things like, you know, raincoat, leather jacket, suit jacket. That's all more to the side. I don't use it as much. Um, button-up shirts, they're, they're organized a bit by color, sort of mixes in with my t-shirts though because I organize by how often I wear it predominantly. Um, and with the exception being my leather jacket, I don't wear it as often, but I keep it in an easier place to reach because it's heavy. Um, so it's a little out of place, but it's also my favorite thing. So I. Uh, I like to look at it, even if I don't wear it a lot. That's one of those things that in a different world I would wear very often, but it's not the easiest piece of clothing to 
wheel around and um, it's heavy and a little bit restrictive. So I wear it, uh, I wear it to special occasions and on very particular weather, as is with leather jackets, I think. They're not the warmest, they're not for hot weather, but those days in the spring and the fall when it's not wet, I wear it. <laughs> nice, nice. I was going to ask you, how much does fashion mean to you? Oh, I mean, it means a lot. I think that's something I learned a little bit, you know, later in life than most people do, just because uh, I grew up in the Korean, wasn't going to the mall, about what it was just, I had clothes, I put them on, I liked them fine enough. Um, late teens, you know, I started caring a little bit about it and then really moving into my 20s it was something that I you know mixed feelings about because by that time you know going to stores and trying on clothes made me realize it was a difficult thing to do um, I'm quite able but a lot of uh, a lot of change rooms aren't accessible a lot of uh, a lot of stores aren't accessible, um, especially the the nicer stores. You know, they're they're a couple steps up, or they're small and narrow, or or whatever. You know, expensive. You know, I didn't wasn't blowing a lot of money on clothes. Um, so I realized that shopping for clothes wasn't something that I loved doing because it was more of a chore. You know, most people can go. To the place they want and try on the thing that they like and for me it was a lot of trial and error finding pants that worked um, that didn't give me pressure sores or weren't uncomfortable and were easy to get on and off um, that fit I have a very small waist um, so I sort of often straddle between uh, large boys and small men's and often I'm like right into the middle that doesn't exist and then the upper half is uh muscular and and also i have a bit of a scoliosis so it's crooked and things fit weird and and so it's like finding a shirt that you know isn't bunched up around the waist and the torso but fits around my wider shoulders and my arms it's just a mess you know and um again going back to function why i wear t-shirts a lot uh that stuff stretches easy and it's comfortable but i would prefer to wear you know nicer button-up shirts or or whatever but finding ones that fit properly up here and aren't a bunch of messed up fabric down here is tricky and you know then you move into getting things tailored or custom made and that's you know expensive for how fast I go through clothing um, so it's it's a real mix my fashion of want and desire and also just relegated to what I can find and fit into and then the old practical thing of what will last longer than, you know, I paid for it kind of thing. Um, so it's, it's a chaotic mess, my fashion, to say the least. But I do, uh, 
I do clean up well when I need to. Um, and uh, I, like I've said a few times, I really love color. I think I have a good eye for it. Um, and so when I'm trying, I, I feel good, you know, like anybody in fashion lets you express yourself a little bit without having to say anything or do anything other than put on some clothes. And I like that about it. And I like the, the bright colors, the eclectic, you know, look. I've got, you know, like I said earlier, a large sock collection. I often mix and match socks because I'm not wearing shoes. I like hats. Um, I, uh, I have the accessory of gloves that I wear every day. Most of the time, function over fashion. But, you know, I buy nice new gloves if I'm going out to a big function and then I've got something to match. And that's, eh, that's a little thing, but it's nice. Um, I, uh, I've got a few items of clothing that I've, I've made custom and those are, are nice. You know, I've got a, a long raincoat that um, it sort of just drapes over my body rather than something that's under my body as well, sort of stops at the lower back underneath me and then the top drapes down and covers my whole body down to my toes. Um, and uh, the leather jacket I mentioned before, it has a uh, nice, um, nice thick leather and uh, zippers in slightly different places that make it a little bit more functional. Um, I can show it to you actually. I brought it um, out of the closet. I don't know if I'll be able to reach it. One second, I'll show it to you. Speaking of stopgap earlier, the head of stopgap is calling me right now. So, this is my leather jacket. Um, my dad is a biker, and I've always wanted my own leather jacket. Um, I bought one for formal in high school that I very quickly grew out of, and it took me a long time to get over that sting to get a new one. Um, but this jacket I've had for six, seven, eight years maybe now, I'm not sure. Um, pretty standard. Um, I picked the nice tartan on the inside and uh, on the back, I had the person who makes it put a zipper sort of down halfway down the back so it splits open a little bit um, and despite being tricky to reach and getting caught in my long hair a little bit sometimes that function allows me to um, get a little bit more motion out of my shoulders when I'm wheeling um, so it it frees it up um, makes it a lot easier to wheel in and on the sleeves Normally, there's 
if there's zippers on the sleeve, I guess I should say, they're be on the bottom, sort of down here. And I had them put on the top, sort of by my forearm here, just so they're not bashing on my rims when I wheel. Um, so just a couple little, uh, little alterations like that for me that made it a lot more um, functional and a little more, a little for me. Um, right. I also have a suit jacket um, and I added, it's hard to see, but the shiny bit is leather and I have the way past the elbow on the underside of the arm to give it a little bit more durability um, so that it wouldn't pill up on my elbows and look terrible after wearing it one time, you know? Um, so you find a few ways to customize your wardrobe like that um, in some nice, I guess, like statement pieces or whatever. That's kind of what I've done. Yeah, drink some water. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, um, I love those pieces. They are amazing. And um, who did the leather jacket for you? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a woman named Izzy Camilleri, who I'm sure mm -hmm. you're familiar with. Um, yeah. She is a wonderful, wonderful woman that came into the disabled community in Toronto and in the world, really. She ships everywhere, but she's a, a fashion, fashion designer that found her way to making adaptive clothing. Um, and I found her, excuse me, um, I found her... Uh, maybe eight or nine, eight years ago, maybe. Um, she used to have a store in the junction and there was uh, mannequins sitting in wheelchairs in the front display. And I was sort of like, what? You know, I had sort of heard about it, but I just randomly came across it um, a couple months after hearing it. Um, and yeah, I went in right away and got to talking to her and within the first couple of years of knowing her, I had that jacket and the suit jacket and what I mentioned before, the, the real big life-changing thing that she does is pants. Um, she makes pants for people that are in a seated position. Um, and with a lot of modifications to accommodate uh, wheelchair users and and people maybe that have limited mobility in their in their body. Um, I have completely 100% switched over to her pants. Um, all of the pants I've worn for the last eight or eight years or so. I don't I don't quite remember when I met her, but for for that long, I've I've only worn her pants, and it's been so nice. I know exactly where to get pants now and she makes all the different kinds so it's really made that aspect of shopping so much easier because that was always very difficult to find before um yeah i could talk about her for a long time but <laughs> i'll let you uh 
ask what I you heard, like to know. I heard she just came out with um, these game changer jeans. I don't know if you've heard of those. Yeah, I have. I, I'm on her mailing list, so I did. I did see that she was teasing something big for a little while, and then just maybe a week ago, she dropped these game changer jeans, which uh, I don't have any yet, but I'm about to uh, order some. Um, they're seamless on the whole bottom and back of the pants, um, and I'm curious to see how she did that and. I think that'll be great. Uh, wheelchair users often have uh, fear of the dreaded pressure sore, which comes from sitting on something that's maybe pressing up against a bone or just aggravating skin through friction, and that can be uh, that can be a life sentence to some people. If pressure sores get bad, it's killed people many times um, because they can happen under the skin and then abscess all the way to the surface of the skin. And then you're, you're just sitting on your stomach until it heals. And I have had friends that that takes months and months and months to do. And it's, it's, it ruins your life. Um, so to get rid of potentially, you know, several different pressure points on the bottom of pants, it's going to, it's going to help a lot of people, and that's that's exciting. Um, luckily for me, I haven't had too much difficulty with pressure sores, and so it's not something that um, is high on my radar. But now that they're there, you know, it's absolutely something like, why wouldn't I switch to those? It's it's uh, a no-brainer, and uh, it's a great idea. I'm glad she finally figured it out. I know she's probably been working on it for a long time because that would have been one of the first requests that any of us made in the community would be less less uh, less seams in the back. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm excited for those. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, what is the most difficult thing that you you encounter when you're organizing your closet? Most difficult thing, um, really just, uh, yeah, I mean, up until recently, the biggest problem was having enough space. Um, as a wheelchair user, I find, you know, I'm not a greedy person for space, but it's just so much nicer having more space to move around and not have, uh, in your way um, and so up until now I've had the standard you know two foot deep closet and that runs in a straight line across a couple feet and a, a bar up high um, being able to wheel in a little bit I mean it's not a full wheel in closet but, but it's big enough that I can turn around and 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 look and reach at one level from from sort of three corners or three sides of myself. Um, it helps, you know, be able to reach here, match it with something there, sort of shift around on a nice long bar and, and match things up, hold them together. Um, it's a lot less trips to the bed and laying stuff out and all of that. 
Um, but one of the the biggest barriers is always just laundry. Um, it's it's the bane of all of our existence. You know, it piles up. We don't want to do it. For me, it's down in the basement, so it's an extra trip. You know, it's um, something that uh, I push off as much as I can. And, uh, you know, that kind of clutter piles up. So that's, you know, one of the things I would say is just get a nice bin and make sure it's big, but not too big or else you're doing two loads of laundry instead of one when it's full, but <laughs> make it uh, manageable to carry and maybe just throw down the stairs. I switched to uh, a bag, like a duffel bag for laundry a long time ago because I can just strap it to the back of my chair if I was wheeling to the laundromat or I can uh, just huck it down the stairs if if I'm doing laundry downstairs and it doesn't spill everywhere and whatever, you know. That's a couple of little tips I would have for clothes in general. Um, my girlfriend uh, did the whole Marie Kondo thing a couple years ago and uh, all of our drawers are very neatly folded and that's something I would recommend to anybody if they have the patience for folding. Uh, it's not me, um, but it does make things better. Um, getting to see uh, all of the different colors, all the different options, it's nice. <laughs> That's just for everybody. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to tie things up and um, get back to your favorite piece. What is your favorite piece in your closet? Yeah, it's that leather jacket. It is. Um, yeah, for sure. I don't I wear it maybe six, seven times a year. It's criminal how little I wear it. But uh, yeah, I love it. It's badass, and I've always I've always wanted a leather jacket. Um, I uh, I admire it for its durability and the punk zippers and the the tartan inside you know it's very early 80s punk to me it's not a type of music i've liked but it's a style of clothes that i've always liked a little bit more you know not aggressive but it's uh it's like, like ap apocalyptic you know or like just a little more uh durable and flashy and and uh mean looking but also it reminds me of my dad's leather jacket which you know I always thought he looked cool in it so it's pretty much as simple as that leather jackets are cool I think they always will be my vegan friends would say otherwise and I can't argue them on that side of things but for me the durability of it and the just the the sturdiness all around, you know, the, my sides of clothing, the back of clothing, like I said, they, they get roughed up. A wool cloak, a wool cloak or coat would just look like trash after not long. So that thing will last me as long as I fit in it. And, uh, I love it. Nice. nice. Close, close second is my sock collection, but I couldn't tell one, one sock that I like over the rest. But, that's uh, 
that's one thing I always like. You know, people are always like, you know, nice socks. Where are your shoes? And I'm like, I don't need shoes, so I don't wear shoes. And then they kind of look at me crazy. And I'm like, you know, I could say, where are your gloves? You know, you don't wear gloves because you don't need them all the time. I wear them every day. It's kind of the same thing. My hands are my feet and my gloves are my shoes. So I like that little little thing to throw at people that makes them think of a slightly different perspective and gives a little bit of advocacy when people ask, you know. And they're always like, aren't your feet cold? And I'm like, no, I have socks on. They're not touching the ground. It's the same as when you have gloves on, you know. And they're not cold. They're not touching the ground. Um, and uh, that reminds me of more fashion thing in my closet that I love. I've started wearing leg warmers in the winter. Um, and my sister and my girlfriend made me a pair as well. Um, big, thick wool crocheted together from like as high up my thigh as I can get them to stay all the way down to my feet. And that keeps uh, a lot of the wind from blowing across my legs. Um, not using my legs, they don't have the best circulation. They're not working and they get very cold. I don't have muscle mass or a lot of fat down there to keep them warm. So that's always the first part of my body that gets very, very cold and takes a long time to warm up if they do get cold. So uh, I've got two sets of leg warmers I wear anytime it's 10 degrees or less, really. Um, this year, 15 degrees and less because I've been trying to get as much outside time as I can while I still can. Um, and they, uh, they work great. Um, I would recommend any wheelchair user get on board the leg warmer train because they're fun. You know, you can make them any color, any style you want. And we're not walking around, so they're not falling down. They're not rushing together. They, uh, they're a great fashion item and very functional and pretty easy to make. <laughs> if you got some time in front of the TV and you know someone who can crochet, it's a, it's a good, good Christmas gift. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you so much, Russell. Uh, no problem. I'm so happy that you came on the show today. And um, just talking with you is amazing. You have so much, so many good tips, things like that. And I'm really happy to hear about all the clothes, everything, your perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm working on the closet. It's getting there. One day I'll have all the things I want. Uh, making it all custom, it adds a few bucks to the closet, you know. So I would say to people, just start with one thing and go from there. But make sure it's fitted to you and works for what you need to work for. Um, otherwise, yeah, we're, we're just lost, lost to what the rest of society wears and doesn't work for us often, you know, some things do, some things don't, we're all different, but start working on those statement pieces. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. And if ever you have more questions or more whatever. I'm always happy, happy to speak on advocacy and, and speak from my point of the view, 
point of view on the world. So thanks for that opportunity. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. This podcast has been produced by the Student of Accessible Media Program in partnership with the Spaley Channel and Mohawk College.